It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Discount applies to contractor pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. You are Locked On Rams, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Rams. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, I'm Travis Rogers. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Rams. Every single day, we got you covered of all things Rams, except for, you know, for instance, that we have no Rams games this week. So we can talk about a handful of other things. I want to start with this. And the ESPN Power Index, the Football Power Index, or whatever they call it, the, yeah, the NFL's ESPN Football Power Index. And you can read about how it's created. The fact of the matter is, it doesn't really matter. Here's what matters, okay? There are all 32 teams that are ranked, and the teams that you would expect to be at the top are near the top. For instance, best team in football is who? Quick, off the top of your head, who is it? It's Patriots, right? Right. Patriots, number one, 7.7. Who's the second best team in football? Well, it could be this team. It could be that team. The Broncos look pretty good lately, right? Yep. Okay. Broncos, Vikings, these are the teams that are all very close to the top, right? Patriots, Broncos, Vikings, number four, another NFC West team, the Cardinals. Maybe a little bit of a surprise here. The Buffalo Bills, after getting beat last weekend, they're still at number five. Green Bay, Seattle, and so on and so forth. Shockingly, the Carolina Panthers are number eight somehow, some way. But if I just said to you, start listing off the worst teams in football, who would you say? Uh, San Francisco, right. San Francisco's number 29. Uh, the Jets, right. The Jets are number 26. Oh, the Browns, they're terrible, right? The Browns are a terrible, terrible football team, right? Right. The Browns are number 32. How about Jacksonville? Jacksonville's never any good, right. Jacksonville's number 30. How about the ten- the uh, Tennessee Titans? The Tennessee Titans, number 23. The Houston Texans always stink. Yes, yes, they do. Number 22. Guess who's number 31? Guess who is 31 out of 32 ahead of only the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, the Rams. The Rams. And I don't really care how these numbers get together. Unfortunately, that seems kind of right. And you look at some of these other things, and you look at what they have going on in their organization, and they're just not very good. Their offensive efficiency is 30th. Their defense efficiency is 14th. Their special teams are actually pretty good this year at number 7. But the fact of the matter is, they're just not very good. Now, the good news is, the good news is about this, the Rams are not good. And I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that they are and say, oh, no, if they do this, if they do that, things are going to turn around. No, the Rams are not very good. However, neither is the rest of the league. Okay? The, the rest of the, let's be honest with each other for a second. Have you enjoyed this NFL football season? I mean, really, take your team out of it. In this case, if you're listening to this, odds are you're probably a Rams fan. Take the Rams out of it. Have you enjoyed watching the NFL? No, not really, right? Have you enjoyed watching the NFL previously? You know, you watch a game and say, oh, wow, you got the Steelers and the um, the Patriots last week. Got to see that one, right? Yeah, no. Did you? Wasn't very good, was it? Has there been a good football game this season? It seemed like last year... Every single game that was on TV was halfway decent and pretty fun to watch and interesting and go down the end. The Sunday night game, Arizona against Seattle, something that you'd be typically pretty excited about. Six to six. 
a tie. I mean, I, I just it feels like the entire league has taken a step back and has become incredibly mediocre and incredibly um, average and just blech, uninteresting, soft, easy, un, uninspiring. And believe it or not, I think that's that speaks to where the Rams are because the the, the league and it, it's interesting. Instead of everybody having to go out and find a way, hey, we got to get to eleven and five. We got to get to ten and six at the worst. We got to get to twelve and four. The league is kind of saying, yeah, you know, we'll all just regress to about nine and seven, eight and eight, seven and nine, and then we'll just go to some crazy tiebreaker scenarios and figure out what's going on from there because nobody in the league is particularly good. Think, think about it. New England is good. They're six and one. Next closest team in that division, four and three. Go to the AFC North. You know who's leading the AFC North? You probably know the answer to that. It's Pittsburgh. Do you know what their record is? Four and three. The Ravens are three and four. The Bengals are three and four. They're a game out. They're a game out. So they're just sitting right there, four and three, ready to be had. Go to the AFC South. The Texans lead the division at four and three. Does anybody think the Texans are good? No. The Indianapolis Colts are three and four. Do you, they're in second place. Do they feel good? No. Go to the AFC West. You've got the Raiders at five and two. The Raiders actually look like a somewhat interesting team with Carr and Cooper and Latavius Murray and some of the guys they got in there. But the rest of it, you got a four and two. You've got a three and four. If to go to the NFC East, Dallas looks good. Philadelphia, okay. Philadelphia, Washington, both over five hundred. The Giants over five hundred. That whole division. But is anybody in there really truly good outside of Dallas? Probably not. I mean, you just look around. Atlanta leads their division four and three. Tampa, New Orleans, both in or around five hundred. You look at Seattle at four and one. Arizona is in second place at three, three and one. The Rams are right there. The point of all of this is nobody's any good. And and it I don't know if it's just, you know, hey, look, nothing is perfect forever. You're gonna have down years, you're gonna have years that aren't as good as the next one. But the fact of the matter is the NFL, let's be honest, the NFL kind of sucks this year. It does. And while it's bad as as a, as a league, you want to have teams that are interesting, you want to have storylines that are interesting, you want to have players that are having great seasons. The fact of the matter is the that the league stinks is good for the Rams because the Rams are really good at not being very good. And so now that the league is kind of backed up to them, it gives them an opportunity. The fact of the matter is the, the league is average. The Rams are average. And I think ultimately, while maybe it'll keep them in the playoff hunt a little bit longer, instead of being out of it by week 10, 11, 12, they might stay until till week 12, 13, 14. That's probably ultimately bad for this team because the sooner they get to the point where they start the clock on Jared Goff. Look, I don't know if he can play or not. I'm not a watch the film guy. <laughs> look at the film. Look at his feet. Look at his hips. Ooh, It's not what I do, right? But what I do, what I can tell you is, if I watch him play ten games, I'm gonna be able to tell you, you know, eh, okay, all right. Let's go watch ten games and go, oh boy, that looks bad. But they're not gonna let him play. They're not gonna let him play because they're gonna keep Case Keenum out there as long as they possibly can because they think they have an opportunity to win something, and they don't. They don't. They're not. Who are they gonna beat? Who are they going to be? How many games have you watched this season? Okay, let, let, let's go through who they've played. How many teams have you watched them play this season and felt honestly that they were the better team on the field that day? They open with the game against San Francisco. They lost the game 28 to nothing. So that kind of speaks for itself, right? It's, it's really hard to make an argument that you're better than another team when they beat you by four touchdowns and you can't even score. 
All right. They played Seattle after that, where they they won the game nine to three. Did it feel like they were better than Seattle to you? Can you honestly say that they were better than Seattle to you? I don't think you really can. They beat Tampa. Are they better than Tampa? Eh, maybe. Maybe they're better than Tampa, but I don't think so. Buffalo, no. Detroit, no. Arizona, absolutely no. And then the Giants this weekend. I Believe it or not, I think that they might be as good as the Giants. It's, they don't throw four interceptions. They might find a way to win that game. But the fact of the matter is, you look at the football power index or whatever that goofy name of that thing is, and it's just it's just not there. It's just not there. They're, they're, the company they're keeping is Chicago, who stinks, the 49ers, who stink, the Jags, who stink, and the Browns, who are the only team in the league that hasn't won a game. The, the Rams could be, instead of being 3-4, and four, the Rams could easily be, easily be 0-7. And it's not a stretch. Now you could also make the argument that they could, you know what, they could be five and two. If you really squint hard, they could be six and one. They're three and four. And they've got two weeks to get ready for their next game. There's going to be a whole bunch of noise about Jared Goff, and I think it's well deserved noise. I think it's noise that is probably apropos of the situation that they're in. But man, they're keeping company with bad teams. Bad teams. You look on the other side of the draw, and some of it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand why Carolina's there. Carolina's record is – Carolina's 1-5. The Rams are better record-wise than the Carolina Panthers. You look at the schedule that the Rams have coming up in the second half of the season, and it feels like they have an opportunity to win some of those games. L- let's look at what they have coming up. Come out of the break, Carolina, New York, Miami, New Orleans. All four of those games – yeah, you have a chance to win those games. Then you got four in a row where you're probably going to be a dog. New England, Atlanta, Seattle, and then San Francisco. So San Francisco is not the fourth. But then that fifth one, Arizona. So you're favored in a probably about as many as you're going to be dogs or you're at least in, in as many games as you could be as you're going to be dogs. I got bad news, guys. I got real bad news. This just is not going to be what you need it to be. And that means that it's time to start Jared Goff. That It's gotten to the point where you look at it and you say, are they good? The answer is no, not really. So what can we accomplish over the last nine games of the season? And the answer is we can see whether Jared Goff is any good or not, or at least start the process of seeing whether he is any good or not. And Case Keenum, look, Case Keenum's going to play a while in this league because he works hard. He says the right things. He doesn't do anything that makes you go, oh, God, I hate this guy. He just, other than throwing four interceptions in a game, but it's time to move on. It's time to move on because they're not going to win anything. Look, they, they could come out of the break. They could beat Carolina 27 to 5, right? Whatever. I, it, they're not good. We've seen six weeks, seven weeks of this. They're not of a good football team. It's going to take some time. And let's start to put. They had the number one pick in the damn draft. And instead of seeing what he is and what he can do, he's just standing there with a, with a hat on, with a clean uniform. He doesn't even need to take a shower afterwards. Play the kid, start the process. We're going to start saying that a lot. All right, that's going to do it for today. Locked on Rams. I'm Travis Rogers. Don't forget, before and after every single Rams game on the ESPNLA Rams radio network, myself, Kirk Morrison, Eric Davis, check us out. ESPNLA 710 and 100.3 The Sound. Go do that. You heard me. Go do it. We'll see you next time. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, everybody get up, everybody get up. 
Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep and she don't know where to find them. Go, Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network and NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fancy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fancy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.